0: Welcome to The Roundtable at Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. Join our staff and leaders of our church as we journey through topics that inform, engage, and inspire the
1: daily life of our church.
2: Welcome to The Roundtable with Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church. Today we are going to be talking about worship. Um, I am Kathleen McMurray. I'm the pastor of Connecting Ministries and worship.
3: Hi, my name is Trenton Teagarden. I am the Minister of Contemporary Worship and PH Kids Worship.
0: I'm Brooke Sanchez-Hobbs. I'm still getting used to that new last name. Um, And I am one of the Contemporary Worship Leaders, and I also am an assistant to PH Youth. Um, I'm excited this fall to start up a youth worship team.
1: And I'm John Robbins, one of the pastors on staff here at Pulaski Heights.
2: So what do you view? We all have some different roles in worship. Um, And we've talked about what worship means and how certainly the congregation is a Mm -hmm. participant in that. But as we who are leaders in worship and trying to be conduits for the Holy Spirit uh, in that moment, not performers, (laughs) how do we view, how do you view your roles as, as worship leaders?
0: I said it earlier, but it really is just not getting in the way of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's something that is hard to really talk about um, or hard to describe. Um, in the day to day, though, worship leading is also a lot about organizing. I um, mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, team playing that goes on there. There's a lot of team organization, a lot of team building. Um, also, a lot of the nitty-gritty uh, building chord charts, um, things like that. There's a lot of things that go into worship leading that a lot of people don't really understand. And um, I don't know, Trenton, you could probably add on to some of the like day-to-day things that we get to do.
3: Yeah, there, there's a lot of that um, day-to-day stuff with planning and rehearsing and building the worship service. Um, but when I think about my role as a, um, one, of, one of our worship leaders um, uh, for our um, contemporary service, I, I always come back to that I have to make sure that everything about me is ready for worship uh, mm-hmm. before stepping into that space um, because if it's not, people can see that and that mm-hmm. takes people out of worship as well too. Um, and I like to think of myself as a uh, worship enlivener Um, and um, you know you hear that term worship leader you also hear other people say it um, lead worshiper Mm -hmm. uh, because we're also worshiping as well but worship enlivener um, is someone who that um, brings life to worship and helps facilitate uh, that life um, in the worship between uh, the congregation what's happening in the worship area and also uh, worshiping god
1: and I think being relevant is important in worship. I think that every part of the worship experience needs to be yes. relevant. It needs to be applicable and pragmatic to an individual's life. I remember hearing uh, numerous times a particular preacher, and his sermons were so esoteric. It was like, well, that's cute if you're in a poetry contest. But if you're in preaching, uh, you walk away, there's just not a whole lot to it. And I think it, it's the whole worship experience should be something that people walk away with having been enlivened and enriched and feel as though the holy spirit has been very much a part of who they are in that moment so it's energy to carry them on to the next day and the next day and that means we have to be relevant in every part of the worship experience Um, and uh, i think sometimes that's why i think preaching sermons that have topics that are relevant and not just digging out an old sermon from 30 years ago uh or whatever it may be is really really important and making whatever it is we're preaching uh significant for today as well even though scripture's you know at least 2,000 years old sometimes even thousands of years older than that it's it can be relevant and we have to make it so
2: and I think along with relevance Um, comes I think you used this word earlier Brooke but authentic Mm -hmm. like that people coming into a worship space at least in my experience they're not looking for us to be perfect that people people are looking for relevance and they're looking for authenticity and the place where they can come and be authentic as well Um, I think that you know I, I once heard somebody say well I can't come to worship like I, you know, am a mess or my life is chaos right now. And it's like, no, that's,
1: that's that's why we're all in worship is because our lives
2: are messy. (laughs) And so I just always, um, I always try to, to, to say something in worship about like, wherever we are in our faith journeys, we're welcome in this place. Um, Because there's a lot of Feelings of unworthiness, um, I think, when it comes into the presence of God.
1: You know, I've heard people say over the years, the thing about being uh, a part of the church is made up of a bunch of hypocrites. Well, certainly that's true, because by definition, a hypocrite is someone who preaches one thing and practices another. And at some point in time, we all do that. But I think the acknowledgement that when we gather together, we're in need of a Savior is important. We're not trying to elevate ourselves. We're not better than anybody else. In fact, on the contrary, we're acknowledging Mm -hmm. our own sin and our need for a Savior. Uh, And I think that's really important. And we're all in this together. So...
0: For sure. And when we come to worship and we're feeling like a mess, as you said, I don't really think that's a matter of inauthenticity. I think it's really a matter of faithfulness. Absolutely. Um, We're being Mm. faithful to our congregation. We're being faithful to God um, showing up and just being like, here I am (laughs) in my messiness. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, we talked to, you mentioned Dr. Robin's relevance and I think that that's that's really important as we think about being those conduits of the Holy Spirit, reaching people, meeting people where they are. How does worship change or does worship change as we're trying to reach different people, depending on different settings? How does does that change how we approach worship?
3: I think worship needs to be able to change Mm -hmm. um, or else it's, i mean traditions are are very very important in worship but worship also needs to involve with what's happening with with our world and um be able to speak to what's happening um in our world too
0: well and we offer two quality worship services that are very different from each other here at Pulaski heights and so i think that um it's awesome that we have people who they feel that they worship best in the traditional or in the classic worship setting. And then we have um, people who feel that they can best connect in the modern worship setting. And I think neither of them are wrong.
1: Right, and I think both of them can be just as relevant. Absolutely. And both of them can be just as significant in the moment for those who are there. And I Mm -hmm. think that's one of the great things about having two very different styles of worship. That's intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we recognize that one of the things we have to do in worship is we have to adjust accordingly. I mean we do that in the sanctuary for example. I know for years Pulaski Heights and COVID forced this used to just broadcast the service and people would peer in at the service and now we acknowledge that there's an audience. We we welcome the streaming people. We welcome people who are watching on television. We're trying to emphasize that it's not just the people in the room any longer who are a part of the Pulaski Heights and what it means to be in our worship setting and certainly the same is uh true in modern worship it is necessary i think to adjust accordingly to make sure we get the message out paul said we have to be all things to all people we do that with integrity but we try to figure out how do we reach people with the technology we have available to us now that a generation ago didn't exist Uh, and i think it's important to do that tradition is very important but also being creative and being visionaries about what can be is essential in the worship experience as well. For
2: sure, and I think adapting—you know—worship looks different even within within our church and within our traditions. Your the music that you sing and the spirit of a service is going to look different whether it's a wedding or a funeral, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, depending on where people are, uh, what you're what you're going to convey and how you are going to try and allow God to move in that space is gonna be different. And so I think, it's, I think it's wonderful that we are allowing the spirit to move and thinking creatively about how best uh, to reach people. I think that's uh, really important So a couple of uh, fun questions uh, before we leave. Um, Obviously, one of the parts of worship uh, that Brooke and Tritton are involved in and uh, that John and I like to enjoy as well is music. Um, So I wanted to ask, um, what is one or a few of your favorite uh, worship songs or hymns?
0: Ooh.
1: My favorite hymn is, All Hail the Power of Jesus Name. For some reason, I've just always... Appreciate it. And I like, I don't know what you call it. I'm not a music person. The longer version where crown, where you drag out the word crown a long time. Uh, I like that version. There are two versions. Uh, And, I, you know, I I, a lot of times don't know some of the modern worship songs that are more current. uh, But I always appreciate them. So I really, I like the fact that in modern worship, I can sing out. uh, and everybody else is singing out And in the sanctuary, quite frankly If I sing out too loud It's such a smaller space up there Sometimes I'm a little embarrassed But there, I, I appreciate I really do appreciate music in both venues And I'm going to sing I don't sing very well In fact, I don't sing it's horrible but uh nevertheless i'm still gonna sing well
2: john wesley says we're just absolutely that's right well i do
1: that i got that part down so
3: my my favorite hymn is also all hail the power of." oh good
1: for you i'm just (laughs) well it is now trenton you've said it publicly it is now so
3: um I, i do i do like uh hymns and um there's several that resonate with me um uh ones that i always go back to are some things that i've been sung at you know special times in my life like um um joyful joyful we adore mm-hmm. thee and uh help us accept each other um and love divine all loves excelling was all all part of uh, my wedding uh, there and then i also love um uh, come thou Fount
1: uh, that's um, a great yeah. very yeah. blessing yeah. it's
3: just one that um that i always just kind of go back to because uh, we also sing that one in uh, modern settings as mm-hmm. well um and then for modern music um it changes so 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 quickly yeah. uh, that it's hard to really latch on to just one song uh, because it, you know, the the music industry and uh, modern music is always always evolving. But right now, I'd say uh, one that we sing regularly in um, our modern space is uh, "Firm Foundation." He won't, and that's probably one that um, has really uh, resonated uh, with me.
0: Yeah, and it's a super fun one to play. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got a lot of really.
3: I don't really know. Cool I don't words. know the name of
1: the song, but the one that has the words "It's your breath and" Oh, greater you, Lord, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that one. I, I love greater you, Lord. I yeah, like that one. Class- Which that one
3: actually always falls makes into me cry. one of Those like timeless
1: yeah it it does every time time i I sing that i cry and
0: that's one thing about like modern worship music is it's supposed to be congregational it's supposed to be really songs that are really easy Mm -hmm. to sing and to pick up on um and grady lord's a great example of that it's actually like about 10 15 years old i think mm. now but it's one of those songs that is timeless even though we're, <laughs> right. it's modern um you guys need to listen to all hail king jesus have you heard that i one? don't if you know like all hail the power we of it, jesus we it's it one that we Easter, do we... in wesley yeah oh really we it at e- yeah
1: i don't know that i know that one
0: it's it's good it's really really powerful um that's one of my favorites right now i'm trying to think um, I love Battle Belongs. It's just a bop. Um, it's so fun to play, and it's really powerful. Um, it goes back to that whole, we're coming into worship as a mess, so God, here we are. Um, y- you can have it all. Um, I love that one. Um, but yeah, Trenton's right. Our music does change a lot, and so it's hard for us to latch on to a specific song. It might change on the Sunday.
2: One of the things that I love about music is that, and John Wesley knew this, too, mm-hmm. that you know, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but essentially like people will, you know, they may not remember my sermons. I mean, I like to think that I preach things that people remember, but they might not. However, they're gonna have that song or that hymn running through their head all week. You know, that's what you want is something that people, that they latch onto and internalize. And it
0: might draw people back to your sermon as well, because I mean, part of our job, <laughs> yeah. and one of the thing that we really do is we intentionally look at yeah. the scriptures that our preaching pastor's preaching on to be able to set them up, um, to be able to get everybody in the right um, headspace yeah, to absolutely. receive that word. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much.
2: And um, we are gonna be back Next time, we're going to be talking some more about worship. Uh, Trenton and Brooke will be joining me along with Dr. Froda Gunderson, our new um, classic uh, music our music minister who uh, leads our choir in our classic service. And so we're excited for more conversations on worship, and we hope that you will join us in worship, either in person or on television or online. You are a part of our family of faith when you join us in worship here at Pulaski Heights. So have a great week, walk with Jesus, and tell someone about Pulaski. Highs United Methodist Church. Very
1: good.